Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 8th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's uh what a, what a content bonanza is going on in the golf world. Like what? What are you talking about? What's the bonanza? The the Peppy Peter? Hey, we we had we, we had the sw- we had the Swilkin Bridge incident oh, which was overblown but quite humorous. Uh we we had today's Live release of the team, the new team names, which you might have gotten a tip as to the new team names. Oh, I thought I heard Range Goats here a week and a half ago, maybe yeah. or a week ago. Range Goats Rippers. Yeah, I mean, so we- if people are paying attention. If you need Kurt Kitayama high school basketball facts or early scoops on rebrands and live tour, you come to Shotgun Start. <laughs> You had yeah, yeah. You knew range goats were coming down the pike. Did you know how it would be interpreted? Golfers on a team, I think, is what goat stands for, according to Bubba Head. <laughs> it's never, you know, how like, you know, when you got to explain the joke, it means it's not a good joke, or you got to explain something. Like, I, I had a friend. What's the S for if it's the range goats? Golfers I don't know. on a team? I don't S. know. I don't know. But. Bubba had to have like four social media videos today, like discussing this team name and discussing what it is and doing the whatever nose noise a goat makes. I think it's bleat, I believe, is the name of what goats do. You know, they don't buy sitting that's sheep, man. Come on. <laughs> I feel like I mean, you've got a little kid. You've got to be doing barnyard animal sounds a lot. Yeah. I, I always I, say ba for goats. I think it's bleat is the is the term for a sound. But Bubba's there doing some sort of call out into the sky. And so I think like it's still unclear. It's pink. We said it was going to be pink. I don't know if you relayed that detail or not, but it's interesting. So that's rebranded. What else do we have? Any other content? Uh, yeah. What else is the content? We had, we had, that, we had the type, the, the, in, the self, you know, just... Why don't we just uh, take care of ourselves and just talk about our self-titleist campaign? A, a movie, movie five release, part. a series, a five-part release about huh? how Let's shitty our here. driver was. Just, I mean, I don't know. Okay. This this is up there for me as maybe the worst piece of content I've seen. I didn't year. watch. You really watched it. I watched the whole thing. Oh my god, dude! Come on, we're busy. You're it was incredible. On that, you spent was, twenty minutes. No, it was five minutes. It it was great. It was, four it was parts. like a well. It, I only watched part one. Okay, I think part all right, one's there. all that the only one that's better. out. All right, I think that's all that's out. But okay. I watched that. No, they're all and out. I just it was a. You know, obviously they spent a ton of money, but somebody's got to say something in the room. Be like, this is a bad idea. This is dumb. I what opened are we it doing? this morning. I was like, 
I, I thought it was like this Fast and Furious movie poster, but it's like this traumatic storytelling about how they saved the world and recreated the wheel. <laughs> I love, I love the boss saying the he was showing up for weeks at eight a.m., but they, they they start working before. It's like you didn't figure that out. You didn't know that you're you run the company and you didn't know that. It was kind of an amusing piece of content, I, but you know, there's different ways to do marketing these well, days, and that's one of them. But it's a lot of time. One of the things they it. did do, which should make the USGA's job easier, is they admitted that there's been distance gains. Interesting, interesting. I thought it was, yeah. I didn't really dive into it. I guess enough. I, I just passed. You know, okay, you I gotta I, make some I, choices in the road of content navigating the road of content these days and i just i kept passing by on down the street in that one but i did i checked the last one minute of it and they were having this big team dinner and and kind of all i don't know congratulating themselves it was it was interesting but you got to do marketing in some way or another and that's one way to do it you either do that or you rely on whoever somebody to sell your peppy peter i think he might be in a, a titleist guy peppy peter they got lots of guys that could sell their products you got lots of guys that they can put out there. They do. I got um, a text this morning from my friend. Can we just okay. do Monday cleanup? Yeah. Justin Rose won Pebble Beach. I don't well, think we I haven't finished the it. content, but all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. We got a new PGA Tour website. I, I I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks pretty clean. I haven't really gotten deep in the weeds like I did, just as like I did what did not do with the Titleist whatever documentary or mockumentary whatever it is it looks clean though i've i've, I've bounced around think, it a handful i think this is pretty good i mean compared to what it was this is a, i mean i want to i want to experience it a little bit more before i give my definitive take but I, I mean i was so impressed with how good the app worked what you know when i was out at pebble yeah. And I think that this is pretty good. I what had, was that? What was the group that did it? Um what? The Ben AWS? Group. Or, oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Some, something it's some, like the group. Some, it's something some like bespoke like, some bespoke no, agency. Yeah, but except it's it's like the most vanilla it's like the group or something like that. Um <laughs> People had messaged in. If you click on the profile picture in the app, that takes you to facts. Or, uh, you know, I know that they were you were asking about that on, on whatever Sunday night. What else? Content oh, you gotta click the picture. Apparently, apparently. What else from your bonanza? I I can't remember the rest of the stuff. All right, so Justin Rose wins. I don't think we need to do much. He kind of converted like we did. But I woke up to. Uh, a text from my buddy who was a religious, he's an avid golfer, good golfer, watches PGA Tour golf, listened to us Sunday night or Monday morning. Quote, it was an absolute delight watching Pepe Peter play his last nine on Monday afternoon. He must have left himself four or five feet short on every lag putt. And he converted them all. The resilience was inspiring. <laughs> he duck hooked every single tee shot. Every single one and rebounded with a lag putt that and all lag putts for five feet. I just love the image of every single tee shot duck hook. He said the resilience was so that was your Monday morning wrap up. That's all we got. Justin Rose, congrats to him for the I, uh, I think this is, win. you know I what? honestly what? I get Justin Rose is unlikable. 
We poke some fun at his gym. Set I don't up think he's un- unlikable. I think is too strong a word. He, he, has, he seems he just can... like a little tone deaf. Yeah. Well, there's been some social media posts that have uh, missed the mark. So, so anyways, you know, wherever you stand on Justin Rose, I do think sure. that this is like, I'm not going to register it as like huge significance, like massive significance, but I do think that this is significant. This is, this is a guy that was number one in the world in 2019. That's not very long ago. This is a guy that has one of the greatest masters, you know, records without winning. And he won an event that gets him into the masters that he wasn't qualified for. This is a big deal. That's a good point. He's like great this is legitimately a guy that could win the masters. Like, I don't know if he's like, like fully constructed, like as, as he is this week could go win the masters. But like, if he's at all in form, he is, you know, and what are, what are there? 15 guys that can win the masters 20, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 20 pushing it. So, you know, like this is a real win. This is an actual important win when we zoom out of like major, like when we get to major championship week, when we get to the masters, you know, the most important week of golf, this is actually like, you know, I'm not sure how he's going to play the next eight weeks or whatever there is till the masters about eight weeks. Right. I'm not sure exactly how he's going to play, but I do know that like, that's a guy that if he's in at all form, you have to consider a, a with a shot to win at Augusta. And so this win, like, I don't think it's gotten enough like run as the fact that this guy wasn't in the Masters and now is in the Masters. And he's a, I don't know, he'd probably be in my f- top 15 players for the Masters. Depending on form between now and then, but still, even regardless of form, just based on how he's done there, um, how we know veterans and kind of older guys can can do well there, uh, and it's not like he lacks speed or, or pop in the bat, right? He's he's. I just remember watching him against Sergio, just like absolutely nuking the ball. I know that was now five years ago, but he can hit it far. Um, he can hit it far enough. He's got yeah. like I mean, even despite how bad he's been week to week he like if you look at his majors like he was like in the hunt two years ago for a couple majors you know yeah no it's a, it's an under underplayed storyline for sure getting him in the field at, at the masters uh anything else i don't think we need to really no that's all that i needed a, i just was, saw it you know we did not watch much of that because we were recording the first two episodes of full swing thoughts which is another podcast from us and Joseph Lamagna on the golf, uh, the Netflix golf docuseries. It is now, you could subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Apple. Uh, this is kind of an unplanned, I don't know if it's an ad read, but just an FYI, uh, we're spinning off an entirely different field. We're going to recap each episode. Uh, we've gotten some early access to watch these. And obviously it's a, it's a pretty big, highly anticipated contribution to almost pop culture, but certainly golf pop culture and uh so we wanted to talk about it on its own feed and and so we'll have recaps i would say less recap more review critique praise trying to uh, you know create some insight into what we watched uh on that feed 
as the show goes live February 15th, I think it's 3 a.m. Eastern, all the episodes are available. So we will have all the recap uh, podcast episodes available next Tuesday, but you can subscribe to the feed now. It's been, you know, I wouldn't say I was skeptical of how it would go, but I was uncertain as I am. I thought it would be good. I we finished the first two. I was like, I was pretty pumped. I thought they were, I thought they were pretty good. Not to pat myself on the back. You and Joseph had a big part of that, but I, I thought they were really good. So something to yeah. subscribe to if you want. I'm super excited. I, you know, a lot of people have asked me what I think about the show and I'll say like, you know, this is very candid. Uh, you know, I think there's some highs, there's some lows there, you know, there's some good stuff. There's some not so great stuff, but overall the big thing is like, I feel actually like a little bit more re-energized about covering professional golf because of the show, which, you know, I think that's like, probably like a good outcome right and i think for like i think people are going to be generally more interested in golf from the show so i think from that standpoint it it was very successful but uh a couple other people asked me why we did a new feed for it i want to make it easy to find you know rather than like rum having to rummage through you know our archives two years from now and I mean, we had a problem with this with spotlights yeah. you know we yeah wish exactly we had a spotlight feed and you could just go to the we might make a spotlight maybe feed we might make then, a spotlight you know. feed spotlights you know but come back there's rumblings of the return yeah. of spotlights we'll see lee trevino part two could be Coming. could be next Coming. um so yeah that's but, available uh, but yeah spotify. this is it'll be yeah spotify itunes and uh who knows like maybe we'll do other episodes on that feed as it goes so if you're I if think- you're into this podcast Please give that a shot. I think it's pretty good. Joseph, uh, you know, we've got two smart idiots. Guy. Joseph's smart, unlike us, and uh, and provides some really valuable insight. I think we're also going to post the videos to YouTube, the entire podcast. I don't know. If you want to watch those. I spilled water all over myself. I forgot we were doing video, and I'm just like water falling down my shirt, scrambling, to, and I forgot this is going to be a video podcast, but we'll see. To give, Maybe to give you there. a little look behind the lens, you know, of the video side, if we post these, you know, I think we're going to. But, uh, you know, we, we sat and we recorded two episodes at a time the last two days. And uh, Brendan and Joseph are sitting there changing their clothes no, to make it look God. like they changed their clothes, and it's gonna hang me out to dry. Look like, <laughs> but they were the fancy boys that that decided to change their clothes. Well, someone said I didn't have this that. Video, you guys should try to switch it up. This cloak and dagger show about you know make it <laughs> well, think we I were did. just recording these in different times and days. You're hanging me out to dry like I'm just like some schmuck that wears the same thing multiple days in a row. You never leave the shed. You're yeah, just a prisoner in the shed. Maybe it's a good look. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where do we want to go next? Should we do schedule for the week? Do people we people are list? asking if there's if there's sponsor space available behind me in the shed. That's how how well you know how well the cutouts are going. Once this cut, this might be the last recording in the shed without walls. Okay. I mean, there are walls, but yeah, interior kind of walls, closed-in walls. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, where do you want to go next? Do you want to do schedule for the week? Do we want to talk about these live live team names? Um, <laughs> let's let's do that in news. Let's do that in news. Let's do schedule for the week. We'll knock it out real quick. It's your first real designated event. Kapaloo is kind of always what Kapaloo has been, a tournament of mostly champions. Uh, this is like a full-blown designated event. Almost everyone is there that's eligible and not injured. It's going to be a party. The influencers are there. 
Phoenix Open. Oh, WM that Phoenix was the Open. last part of my influence, my my uh, content bonanza. What was that? We've had all this, and the influencers really haven't started to produce. From I was going to say, I haven't seen a lot. I mean, well, they haven't gotten in their pro am spots yet. You know, the pro am position to do the the shots on sixteen. What What do you think is going to be the thirstier scene this week? The influ the various influencer pens around sixteen <laughs> at Phoenix Open or the the floor of the Capitol this this tonight for the State of the Union, where you got all these egomaniacs trying to elbow their way out, these freaks and weirdos. Like I'm all, I, I'm not. It's not a monolith. I'm sure there's some proper statesmen in the building, but that is just the most absurd theater with these people trying to get in the frame sh- on the aisle, trying to stand up and clap. Not like that's might be more thirsty than the various influencer pens going on out of Phoenix up. And we'll, maybe we'll put that up for a vote. Um, yeah, that'll start. I, that I, content I'm, will put, start I'm putting my vote on the waste management. <laughs> Have you ever been? No, I kind of want to go actually, but you know, I, I want to go, hard. but I don't, I've never been. I kind of who knows if I'd get credentialed even, you know? Who knows? I got offered Super Bowl tickets this year. I just like it just didn't seem like enough. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like it just wouldn't I will go one year, I suppose. We'll go one year. Um all right, so Phoenix Open. Everybody's in the field. This will be on Golf Channel. Obviously, ESPN Plus, you want to tune into that this week. They've got the marquee footage, marquee groups, the main feed. Golf Channel, though, doesn't come on until 3.30 to 7.30. It's a pretty limited TV window for a designated event, for a primo event. So that's 3.30 to 7.30 on Thursday, Friday, 1 to 3 on Saturday, Sunday, and then 3 to 6.30 Saturday. Three to scheduled for six p.m. Sunday. No but chance. We all know this is going to a four-hole playoff and into the kickoff of Eagles Chiefs. That's just the way this works. Uh, Hideki may be in the mix. Who knows? I I, I think we dodged one last year with Scheffler, but uh, it's become sort of a tradition. What? How many years out of the last? I mean, if you, it, it's it's just impeccable. I mean, the, well, Webb Fina was a playoff, right? Hideki Webb. Went deep. Like Chaz was in one <laughs> with Webb. Right? That might have been the start of Big Bill <laughs> when Chaz was, you know, in there mixing it up. Uh, feature groups. I mean, what do you want to say? Everybody's in the field um, this week. Marquee group. We have McElroy, Hideki. This is the event of the week. Okay. McElroy, Hideki, Colin Morikawa. Finau, Xander, Spieth, Cantley, Fitz, Burns. This is all on ESPN Plus. Homa, Rom, Keegan, Keegan, kind of sneaking it, elbowing his way in there. Hey, Tom Kim, Scheffler, Hovland. Go ahead for the playoff count. Okay, five yeah, yeah, yeah. of five of the last seven years. Jeez, it's unbelievable! And it like feels like a were... statistical anomaly. That's it has crazy. to be. Two or three were. I, I gotta say they're like forty-five minutes, the, or thirty-minute so plus. The Web and Hideki one was really long, forever. Yeah, the Gary Woodland Reevee one back-to-back years was really long. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. 
Ricky was involved, I thought, with one of them. Hideki and Ricky? I don't know. Um, all right. So that's your that's your schedule. I mean, we got Homa, Rom, Keegan. I I, I feel what like was I the last one? Hovland, I interrupted. Oh, you're fine. Tom Kim, Scheffler, Hovland. Thomas Damon Thigala. That's a pretty good kind of interesting mix, people, especially with the Netflix show coming. They're all, I think, prominently. Netflix featured. boys. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix boys. So, you know, everybody's everybody showed up for this. It's a really strong field. Really good thing to stream on Thursday afternoon. Uh, I mean, we talk about this event every year. We've done this podcast now for five years. It's at the same course. I think the finish works well. We don't need to go into why, you know, every time, but it just delivers. 16, 17, I'm sorry, 15, really. I think 15 is kind of interesting. Yeah, 15, part 16, five, you 17. have to make a four, it feels like. 18 is kind of a... Okay. Of the four. Well, it's just been rendered pretty. It's been yeah. rendered. It was, I thought it was a pretty fascinating hole before everybody hit it like 350 yards. <laughs> you know, like when the bunker was in play on the left, it was you just pretty, can't go left. And yeah, now they yeah. just bomb it. <laughs> they through. just hit it over everything. It's kind yeah. of wild. It's, right. Right. I mean, uh, it's insane. That's, I think that hole is like, what, 450? And it's like driver flip wedge for these guys. Um, do you think the PGA Tour views this as like its most critical event or biggest event outside of the players? FedEx Cup? No, I don't think so. Okay. Do you? I don't know. It just seeps. It just keeps ascending for various reasons. Um. For a while think, there, it was like, we got to find a younger audience. And this was sort of, the, they viewed this as their vessel to find any younger audience. We got to get the millennials. That was like this talk six, seven years ago. And they've just keep pushing it. And now the players are showing up. They started to show up before it was designated, but now it's like guaranteed. I just, I, I just, do. I'll say that this, this is actually, I would say with the players, this is the, this is the PGA Tours event that most leaves the PGA Tour bu- bubble. This is the event that, that gets mean? the most out to general golf. Yeah. Of of PGA Tour owned events. And that's like actually like extremely sad for the tour championship and the players, but like right. I don't think that any other event like you talk about like getting outside the, you know, golf fans and into yeah. the like greater pop culture wor- sporting world. Yeah. I think of all the totally. PGA Tour owned events, this one gets out the most. This one yeah. has the most reach. I think but more than the players. Maybe. Yeah. Just more in terms of a general, a different kind of fan and group that are aware of it. And that's really been ramped up in the last decade, 12 years. I'll tell you what, to that point, I was watching Duke Carolina on Saturday, basketball. They had like ESPN bring something to this partnership. They had a sick promo, like a really great promo for the Phoenix Open that if you were watching Duke Carolina, I'm not saying that audience is massive, but it's a general sports audience. They you had that. Think, and they do, you had, think that do you think that or the Pebble Pro-Am got a big, bigger rating? <laughs> well, they had that 
they had a Phoenix Open promo that was awesome, like just great with the music and the scene. And they had that in Masters, a promo for the Masters coming in April on ESPN. And it, it felt like really good for golf, really big as a golf fan, as someone who can be worn down and watered down. I was like, damn, I took notice. That was a really good ad, really good promo for the PGA Tour. So I do think it just continues to rise. I, I think, you know, pigeoning off or, you know, continuing this conversation, the next logical question to ask and should be asked all week in the media center, is the Phoenix Open a major? It's the influencers major. That's what I've always said. Depends. Depends on t- who's I- categorizing it and who's care, you know. I say this tongue at cheek. We're making fun of the influencer aspect of it, but this is a super fun event to watch. I I enjoy Saturday it. Saturday and Sunday when the competition. Yeah. I would say yes, absolutely. Like, I, I like the back nine. The back nine's fun to watch. Really yeah. fun. The front nine's like the most forgettable nine holes in golf. Totally. But the back nine is really really interesting. Um, and you know, just generally, like it's cool. I. I, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like a huge 16th hole fan in terms of like, <laughs> I thought last year how they just were chucking beer and it, it, I'm not saying like, go, I'm fine for having fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying it sucked that it would cause these like 20 minute delays. Not for non hole in ones. Like 20, yes. uh, I made a 20 footer <laughs> for birdie and then all of a sudden yeah. everybody's doing this. Yeah. Again. Like that's got, that can't be this case. It can't because it, it, it'd just be a never ending golf tournament. So apparently they took away the, they're not giving this is the bottle. This is like the big freaking development from the early week. They're giving like souvenir cups. I was thinking about this and while I was watching cups. the Netflix. Like, how would you stop that? What do you mean? Oh, how do you limit this next time? Yes. I mean, a cup can be thrown as, I guess, not as easily as a a can, but you could still be projectile launched. Maybe not as far, I suppose. It doesn't seem as green, too, which is kind of like the whole thing with this event. Yeah, there are definitely scenes where the waste doesn't seem managed at (laughs) at this event, so... Um, I this anyway. was a, this was something that rattled through my head is like how do you how do you fix that problem? And I well, don't know I what it is. It's actually walk. like a extremely they're not giving difficult. away the cups. They're not giving away the cans. Which I mean, that the feels cups like are going to be a stack of cups. It's just as easy to throw as a can. Seems like a pace of play issue. Also at the vendor, they're going to be pouring all these now. They can't just Ooh. twist. They're throughput. Throughput's going to be down. The the masters would never, you know. This was this would be. Well, the masters has them all poured in advance. I mean, you're just coming yeah. through. They got them all poured in the. Maybe they'll have that like that for the Phoenix. But interesting. Um, Logistical hurdle. I, here's a question for you. Do you yeah. think that solving this problem or combating live is a more difficult problem for the PGA Tour? Littering on the sixteenth green. I'm saying the sixth, the chucking of stuff onto the sixteenth green. It feels like live should the, be more consequential on their minds. Well, I'm not saying more consequential. I'm saying what's the more difficult problem to to fix? Live. 
I th- I would make the argument it's this waste management thing. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, the luxury of having 97 meeting rooms is at the global home. <laughs> you can address multiple problems at once. This is another poll question. What's the more difficult problem? Um, do you have a one and done pick? Um, yeah, I uh, a lot I'm of options. Go. This is a new frontier. We got a twenty million dollar purse. It's like, is this is this when you use your guy as opposed to whatever else? A U.S. Open, a Masters, a I, I don't know. Twenty million dollar purse, really strong field. Obviously, new frontier of how you do one and dones. I suppose. Um. So. You know, if you look at this event, I think something that's super important is driving accuracy. Um, you know, you need to hit, you need to, moving the ball helps, but accuracy really matters. That's why you see Webb Simpson having great times here. When Brooks, when Brooks was at the peak of Brooks, he hit it far and he hit it really straight for how far he hit it, right? Hideki mm-hmm. has been a precise player, you know, in his career. He hits it long, but he's like, pretty straight he keeps it in the ballpark so i'm taking uh one of the best players in the world who's pretty precise so i am taking the guy that i'm in on this year the guy that i think was mischaracterized as a wounded kitten sipping milk out of a saucer by kvv i'm taking patrick cantley interesting feel like we haven't seen he him finished, in a while. Finished runner-up last uh, la- last year. I just think this is a good spot for him, given his skills. Like he's not like the longest guy on tour, but he's a great driver. Hits it really pretty. Like keeps it in the ballpark. I just you know get him in a dome situation. He, and uh, know, he's shown to do well at some of these birdie fests, right? And this is mm-hmm. this is kind of a often a birdie fest. Uh, I'm going to take. I think I'm going to take. I think I'm gonna take John Rom. Can't he's go wrong well. with him here. He's got an incredible scoring average here, uh, 68.14 in like 28 rounds. Look at this research. I, I just flashed before my eyes. I didn't really research it, but um, yeah, I think John Rom. A lot of people like Morikawa. I do think it's a time to use a big gun. I normally would go with the Desert Fox Martin Laird for this event, but now that the purse is 20 million dollars, I don't think I can do that. So. It's an interesting um, change with one and done um, right. and strategy this year. You know, obviously this is like the first we're encountering of this, but like, you know, it used to be like you, you save these guys for the majors, right? Yep. But at the same time, like there's 20 of them now where they're all there. Um, and I think that is a, you know, it's it's just a, a new wrinkle. Like some of these elevated events, you're going to have to go out of the box for, but I think going out of the box, you should save it for quirky course setups like RBC heritage. Like mm. you, you need to look at fits for these courses. Um, and, and obviously anybody's doing that, but like there are certain, that's the way you have to kind of navigate it is kind of create smaller subsets within the players. Um, you know, this is this is the type of stuff you get on the preeminent gambling podcast. Yeah, this is a hardcore gambling podcast, as you know. Um, well, pretty soon we're gonna have a model. Hey, you mentioned how that's a new wrinkle for this year for one and done. You know where there aren't any new wrinkles these days? What? On my face, thanks to my Lumen skincare <laughs> anti fatigue aging bundle. <laughs> you like that? I like changing that. up the routine. <laughs> 
lumenskin.com. I've I've I'm in. I've developed the routine. I've developed the habit. I do the the charcoal face scrub, exfoliate in the morning. I put add no bullshit. I put the moisture on. I mean, I'm getting old, man. And like my hands crack. It's this time of year. I put they've got this face moisturizer thing as part of the anti-fatigue bundle. I throw that on at night. I do the dark circle defense. I put that on at night. It's it's been a great addition to my routine. Uh, might as well take care of yourself. It could be anti-fatigue, could be anti-aging, could just try to be clean, right? I feel like sometimes washing your face can be overlooked in the rigmarole and hustle and bustle of a day. But if you have this out on your counter or your, you know, your night not your nightstand, but your your sink vanity it looks whatever the hell they call too. that thing you know that's the thing it's like i oh, you come know, on my, are you about to praise the packaging no i'm just saying my wife keeps shit on the counter and she's like well it looks nice you know it's, it's not <laughs> oh, like so, so like now now i can be like hey you know it looks nice it's, it's not you know it's not janky stuff so thousands yeah. trust lumen with their skin because it five thousand over five thousand five star <laughs> reviews uh TFE SGS listeners get a free gift with the promo code the fried egg. You get a 30 day free trial. You go to lumenskin.com. You can take a two minute online quiz. They kind of recommend the right product, right products for you. Like whether you're out in the sun a lot, maybe you're a caddy or something. Maybe, I don't know. They'll recommend the right. Cause there's a suite of things. There's multiple charcoal deals that are going on. And I don't, I, when they first came, I was like, I don't know which charcoal thing to use exfoliation or the rub and they have all like the guides on their website they go this in the morning this at night this is how you do it so go to lumenskin.com they supported us this year uh use the promo code the fried egg for a free gift and you get a 30-day free trial all right continuing on with our schedule for the week we have on the dp world tour is the singapore classic i'm just not familiar with this event at all I'm used to the Singapore Open at Sentosa. I don't know what the Singapore Classic is. I don't know when it was added to the DP World Tour. They are, where were they? Russell Kaima last week. So they're bouncing around. I can't imagine the field's pretty strong. I have notables somewhere. I'm not going to pull on. them up. What? Yeah, you just, you know, that's, I feel like that's a bit disrespectful to some of our favorites. It's always a strong field on Katsia. I'm yeah, sure Katsia is out there. Thrashing around. Uh, Singapore Classic. That is 12.30 to 5.30 a.m. So that's late night golf. That's whatever. That can bridge you. You're on baby duty. You're out at the bar golf. Whatever it is. Up all night. You can That can bridge you through to the morning. You want my, you want my notables? Yeah, give me your notables. We got Gunnar Stahl's kid, Gary. We got uh, Dick Mansell. Richie Richard, Ramsey, friend, friend of the pro. I believe his name, but yes, go ahead. Sammy Valamaki, one of our favorite names. Good player. Thomas Bjorn, former Ryder Cup captain. I thought there. he was doing the, I swear he was on the broadcast like last week. <laughs> this is like a Danny Chop situation. Now he's playing. The Vowel Man, Adrian Otagwe. Okay. Cole starts. I'm sure he's not getting the same. Caesar salad. We got to get him on the pod. Oh, uh, he wants to come. He may want to come on. He mentioned he wanted to come on. All right. 
I bet he's not getting that same Caesar salad in, in Singapore. Singapore. No, that's true. We got the Bumblebee, Andy Sullivan. We got the Bullet, Marcus Armitage. I mean, this is a great field. I mean, if I'm one of <laughs> Jamie, Do- Jamie Donaldson. I mean, no, no PS. If I'm one of these rank and file Euro Tour players, I'm just playing everything. You might crowbar your way into the Ryder Cup. Then you blow up at the Ryder Cup. Your brand is ta- you. You've elevated yourself, right? I mean, I, I you know within reason. You don't want to run yourself ragged, but just do it. Go try to crowbar your way into an auto qualifier uh, Ryder Cup spot. I, now here's something that I'm intrigued by, and uh, this is a discovery that I'm I'm pretty excited about. I think there's a brewing um, rivalry on the European tour. Everybody's talking about Nikolai Ho- Hogard, you yeah. know, yeah. next big thing. Nobody's talking about Nicholas Norgard. So that's your problem. You think that imposter issues there? You think they're going to, they're, they're going to have a rivalry name rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Gunner, Gunner Weeby. It's in the field again. Oh, Mark's kid. Yeah. Danny Travel Van Tonder, lots of favorites. All right, that's it. All right, that's twelve thirty to five thirty on Golf Channel. You're Elsewhere, cutting an end of the notables. Yeah, I don't need to. I, you know, I do not see Oman streaming anywhere. I, that seems to have some notable players. I, I don't get like Saudi International was on. I don't see Oman being streamed, as far as I can tell. On is Golf that an Channel. Asian tour event? Yeah, I think so. It was a. So this is another co-opted. Uh, European tour event because they went to Oman, yeah, right? That's true. They did. That's why we discovered Muscat Marcus Kinholt. Shinholt. Um, elsewhere to round out your schedule. Shin, for the week. Shinholt's playing in uh, Singapore, by the way. Of course, I almost of course included him on my notables, but I, okay. I decided to let him off this week. Elsewhere on the schedule for the week, the Champions Tour is back. <laughs> and where else would they be? But Morocco. The trophy is on too. <laughs> Has made its return. That is 8 to 11 a.m. on Golf Channel and Peacock. Of course, if you have Peacock, I mean, it's, that's worth it alone, the price for that streaming service. You get Trophy of Sun 2 action this month on Peacock. Um, that's 8 to 11 a.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I think it's a 54-hole event. So they've gone Huayalai to Trophy Hassan 2. We'll see how that goes down in morocco that's your schedule for i was the week. just scrolling through the uh oman list and i completely forgot that hudson swafford was was on well, was a live player he's been he's he's i think he's forgot he's a player he's been bad he's not played well really since he since he won amex and since he left he's not been a strong he, he just hasn't had it together but um all right should we do news Sure. Or do you want to do this Netflix? Speaking of Hudson Swafford, what are these team names? This is a big release. Netflix. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, not Netflix. Live, live. The team names. Why am I talking about Netflix? The team names for Live. This was a big release. They did one of these things where they these videos they, just stop. They leased some studio space and just told these guys to try and do some candid stuff. Then they look awkward and and. Bryson starts playing air guitar with his driver and Louis Oosthuizen's like motioning with his hands in some weird way. 
Phil looks kind of like a serial killer, like showing his driver to you. Um, Brooks just doesn't do that. And, and same with DJ. They, it's like that famous video of when they won back-to-back player in the year or whatever. Remember when the Jack Nicholas yeah. award, I forget, just so awkward. Um, and there's some new team names, range goats and rippers. It was, I don't know why they're doing that. Are they trying to get in front of the Phoenix open with this? Are they trying to make a little wave think, in front of the Phoenix and Riviera? I think they're just drastically behind schedule. And at this point they're playing catch up. This is like, this would be the fried egg equivalent of when like we, we wanted to do a big video and we're running up on a deadline and we haven't promoted it all. And it's like, we see it coming. It's like, Oh, we got to get something out there. And this is what they got. This should have been what they were doing in December. This should have been out in December. If you want to make a big release and a rebrand, not like on the doorstep of the PGA tour. One, like we just talked about one of the PGA tours, biggest weeks, one of the weeks that like it, it goes beyond like, Live players are gonna are almost more irrelevant than ever this week of the year. You know, they can't play in this totally. huge event that everybody's gonna be talking about with the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Like, right. you know, you want to talk about a guy that like is missing out. Like, what is Brooks Kepka gonna be thinking? He's gonna he's gonna have just watched this ridiculously stupid video that he was in. Just like silly video. I mean, in, in I'm looking at him you now. know. And you're 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 doing this stupid ass video, and meanwhile, instead of like you know, you're obsessed with sport like sports and other sports. The Super Bowl is in Phoenix at an event that you've won twice in your career, and you're not there. All yep. the all the icons of of like athletics and yeah, athletics and pop culture and, yeah, are in, right. are in Phoenix, and you're a part of this rinky dink shitty ass operation that put together this video that they, that no no creative human being in the world would be proud of. I, <laughs> I didn't mind the rebrand of the logo for Smash. Seems a little cleaner. <laughs> I mean, did it have anywhere to go? It was That's it true. looked was like that a the fart. fart one. Yeah. <laughs> did it, I did like the rebrand. It seemed a little cleaner, I guess, <laughs> less stinky looking. Um and the 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 slogan or something now is fight like family, which of course I guess is a callback to Chase and Brooks playing together. I mean, so why can't the Majestics figure out a captain? Why are both <laughs> it's twelve captains, twelve teams, but then they have Poulter well, and do you see Setson. what their team? Do you see what their team tagline is? No, what is better that? together? I just. Well, I mean, what happened to Westy? He was the original Brooks, captain. Brooks doesn't know what to do with his hands. Oh my God, he's just standing he's there. The his hands are, are like unbelievable. Oh. Do you want? Do you want the descriptors? Should I read down the descriptors? Yeah, the quick descriptor. Those, All right, yeah, four which, aces. Obsessed with better. There's a four aces mantra, and that's why this team. That's the four aces mantra. Obsessed with better. Do you think DJ came up with that? Do you think DJ talks about the the mantra before they tee off? No. The boys, we need to be obsessed with better today. Do you think Pat no. Perez is thinking that? He didn't he have a quote about like you know it's nice not nice having to, to not grind. Have to, yeah, work hard or something. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm too old for this kind of thing. And that's why this team will not rest on its laurels despite winning the inaugural Live Golf Team Competition. Everybody knows the Aces. We have people sending us, I forget who did, you know, test runs of this, asking the guy a cubicle over for him. Like, hey, do you know the Aces? And I'm like, no, I don't know who that is. So we're getting man on the street interviews from various offices around the country. Okay. The cliques. A clique was a long iron from golf's earliest days, but there's no way this team is stuck in the past. That's ironic the, 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 because Martin Keimer is their captain and he might be the most washed player in this league. I mean, we're talking about a guy like a Hall of Fame career. But yeah, just, I don't want to. He had a great career. I mean, by his own admission, was completely adrift at sea like two years ago, <laughs> like completely adrift. Like, didn't know if he could play, wanted to play, like, completely lost. His last win, as far as I could tell, was... He booted away Valderrama a couple of years ago. It right? was tough to watch. Was it the 14 U.S. Open? I think that's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> On the European Tour, 14 It's US almost Open. 10 years ago. Not stuck in the past. Well, <laughs> jeez. The crushers. There are no half measures with crushers. You see Bryson's at the Dallas Stars game in crushers gear, trying to get on the jumbo to- jumbotron, like putting crushers and like NHL franchise that are like t- on the same level. Oh. Did yeah. he get on it? I think he was. You know, shouting. Fireball that doesn't seem to be able to play golf anymore. We'll see though. We'll see. we'll see. Like watching this Netflix show, I expect DJ to like show up in majors, play well. Cam Smith, like I don't need to see the Netflix show to affirm that, but it seems like DJ is still going to be a player. And Cam Smith, of course, is on these prices. I'm not so sure about. And that's not a revelation from Netflix. I just I don't even know he can't do anything in Saudi International. But go ahead. Fireballs GC. Do you like the rebrand? No. No, just because it's logo. less. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's less absurd. It's still absurd, but it's not as crazy. Under the leadership of legendary Spanish Ryder Cup star Sergio Garcia, Fireballs is a team that radiates heat and intensity. <laughs> radiates heat and intensity. That seems a little reductive of Sergio's career. Spanish Ryder Cup star. Yeah. No Masters champ. No. Yeah. High Flyers. This might be my favorite one. The High Flyers aren't content with reaching the summit. They didn't get to the summit last year. So how could they be content with it? They didn't come close to the summit. It's kind of hard to be content when you weren't there. What's the summit? What's the summit of live? That's a good point. The Ironheads. This, I, I am astonished. We're, we're, every, they're talking about how big this off season is going to be, and nothing screams that this off season's been a massive failure more than that. Kevin Na is still a captain of one of these franchises. I wonder what he's been doing, like since Terrell. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is, that is. Well, and I would say the other thing about this whole this push this morning is like they have twelve captains, but kind of we don't know who's on what team. Do they even have rosters filled out for? I mean, I know they have guys ready and willing and available, but like I kind of I know the Majestics are. Well, I think that's because they don't have it filled out. Yeah, who's I think on they're the waiting Ironheads? on a couple guys. Mita, of course, seems to be just yeah. Ready. The Ironheads bring a powerful, unbending will to win the Live Golf League. What a terrible, just white bread mayo sandwich description. Unbending the- will? <laughs> but this is such propaganda. Unbending will? Like, come on. We're traumatizing this the hell out of this. Now, we've already talked a little bit about the Majestics and their two-captain situation, but personality, passion, and positivity. That's what I think of when I think Ian Poulter. Is Henrik Stenson breaking clubs over his knee every other event. Yeah. And Westy. 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 Positivity while he's barfing all over himself down the stretch of the, a major. That's what the Majestics are all about. And who better to lead such a team than Talismanic? The Talismanic? Ian Poulter, Henrik Stenson, and Lee Westwood. They did not call Ian Poulter Talismanic. Yes. (laughs) That's literally the description. I mean, I guess he was sort of a, a Ryder Cup talisman. But, okay. All right, Range Goats. How do you like the Range Goats logo? It's fine. I think it's a good logo, actually. You can't be negative about anything, everything. We pop a lot of things, not just live stuff, but it's fine. Wins don't just happen on the course. Okay. It's fine. Where do they happen? On the, the range, range, I'm sure. They're kind of, that's kind of dangling out there. Wins, where do they happen? I won my rain session? Is that what they're suggesting? All right. Ripper. Ripper. Now, that's a word that couldn't be more Aussie. Tip in their hand that they're all Aussie, I guess. Okay. Cool. Matt Jones, Leishman, moving the runners. I heard Ormsby's out, or somebody's out. Ormsby has to be out. Jedi Morgan, I think, is coming in full time. No, Jed Morgan's their solution. So somebody messaged us, and you know what? I just didn't care enough to like about the fourth guy on the Aussie team (laughs) to like really put it in the notes. Jed Jed Morgan's playing in Oman, so that's probably a sign. Yeah. What do you think? uh, What do you think Cam Smith's doing with his downtime? These two weeks between Saudi and Oman. It's two weeks. Well, you know, I'm saying like oh, this Dow- last Dow- two okay. weeks. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think know. Cam Smith's been doing? I know he I likes know. to fish. I know fish. he likes to, to I mean, fish in the know. Red Sea. Can, can you? I don't know. Now we're way out of our lane. Actually. All right, Smash GC. Smash brings the power and bundles of it. God, that's bad. Like he yeah. had all off season to write these. I thought it was fight like family. Maybe there's all multiple slogans. Okay. What if Chase is out? He's in. Come on. Stinger GC. Grin and grind. That's the motto of Stinger. A team that love to have love that love to have Typo. fun. 
Yeah, typo. There you go. Typo on this important rollout. Love so to have just fun. Taking a page I mean, typo 12 hours later. 12 hours later, nobody's caught the typo. Grin and grind like the Memphis Grizzlies, but not grit. Is that what they're yeah. ripping off there? Okay. Well, they like to have fun while playing as hard as they can. What a what a you know, that's a that's a storyline I can latch on to and, and run with for some some articles this year. <laughs> Torque. Last one. Ed Torque, they talk the talk, and yes, they walk the walk too. This is Neiman, right? Neiman, Mito. Probably Bassie, Bassie probably. Munoz. Yeah, could be a really good team. Let's be honest. That's a good could team. Cha- could challenge the Aces. They could. Speaking of the Aces, continuing news. I mean, look, that the live stuff today was ridiculous. I mean, it just it's hard to take it seriously. And we're talking about a week that's kind of lends itself to unserious activities out in Phoenix, you know? But this is just seems so... It's just half-cooked right now. Um, speaking of the four aces, Patrick Reed is flying to London to be a part of the arbitration hearings with the European tour, DP world tour, just going out of his way. Nobody else is going except for Westy. Who's going to be in London already. And was asked to show up on Tuesday. And he said he was, he would do that. Patrick Reed is flying to London. And I, I don't understand like I'm sure he could do it digitally. He's had some statement like as a lifelong lifetime honorary member of the DP World Tour. It's like I feel like my duty to show up. Um, so yeah, that's that's his uh, that's his plan. He's flying to London to do this. So um, any other news? You want to get we got it. We got news. I got big news today. This was a nice, pleasant surprise. On my doorstep showed up some fat cork. I got fat cork today. I this... also got a message from my friends that they were getting fat cork for Valentine's Day. We also got a DM from Andrew Batalini, but I'm, I'm mispronouncing that. But we got a DM today that said he ordered it for Valentine's Day, and that his wife was like over the moon about it. Said this is an Italian. actual unique thing. Here's my thing. Do you think the champagne's not going to get used, not going to get consumed, going to be thrown in the corner, going to take, you know, just clutter up the house? That's not going to happen. This is this is the whole like this is the whole selling point. It's something that you know will be used by the recipient or used by yourself as far as I know. It's going to be consumed. So it seems like people are taking us up on the whole Valentine's Day gift idea. Um, and Just so people like know what this is. Are fired up. Go it's, ahead. it's really good champagne. And it's unique champagne you can't get at other stores. It's it's from directly from the growers. So it's it's labels of champagne you can't get at your, you know, wholesaler. This is they Fat Cork works directly with grower the growers. They are golf nuts. Uh, the o- the owner Brian and his wife Abby are uh, you know they're they're the entrepreneurial story. It's a, it's a beautiful story uh, about how they started this thing. They they run it out of Seattle, and uh, it's it's a really I uh, this is one of the products. Like there there are things that are super easy to talk about as a product. This is one. This is one that I tell people whether or not it, the, it was an ad read or whatever. Yeah. I would tell them this is really freaking awesome. And you should you should get this as you said. 
It's going to get used. It's always nice to have bottles of champagne around. It's like that is a nice thing to do. So they have a club. You can do four bottles a quarter, uh, eight bottles a quarter, or 12 bottles a quarter. They have uh, the, the Merrymakers, the 12 bottles a quarter. Uh, the frequent fizzer is what, the eight? Yep. Or, yep. And I can't eight. remember what the four is. Weekender. Weekender. The Weekender. was four. Um, yeah. So, or if you want to give this a shot, the nice thing is they're doing free shipping. So you can buy a single bottle and like, that's the cost. It's free shipping. Use the promo code TFE. No, or no, golf. Golf. Just golf. golf. The, the promo code is golf. And you can shipping. just try out a bottle. Um, because this stuff is like really freaking good. Like I I um compared to like the big label what is thought perceived as good champagne, this stuff like blew it out of the water for me. Yeah. And and they send you like a bunch of materials to make you seem smarter and know what you're talking about with why this is better like why they do it differently why it's not this mass-produced stuff and uh it's like small businesses go to the growers so uh go to backcork.com use golf for free shipping uh anything else as we head into head into kind of a jam-packed week any other news i saw pxg's ball is out dan patrick has enlisted with the troops out in phoenix this week or scottsdale on Radio Row. Hey, should we get a Radio Row spot next year? I think that's where I, we should I mean, go. Take the shotgun might, start on the road. It might be easier for to get a spot on Radio Row than it is to get a spot in a, media, in a PGA Tour media center. You were just at Pebble Beach. What could be the issue? What are you talking that's about? A good question. Um, But their slogan, like a gymnast, this is for the PXG ball, which is Dan Patrick is now enlisted in the troops. Like a gymnast wearing a jetpack getting fired through a howitzer. They go far and stick the landing. A gymnast wearing a jetpack fired through a how- howitzer. I swear Bob Parsons watched Tommy Boy and just decided to put a billion dollars into a marketing plan based off of some of the slogans from Big Tom Callahan. And that's what we have now. A gymnast with a jetpack and a howitzer. And that's just how what we've ended up with this PXG extreme, you know, pig rolling in the mud and things like that. But they're in the market now, the golf ball market. All right. That does it. Anything else on this Wednesday show? I was going to ask, do you think, what do you think with, uh, do you think there should be Monday qualifiers for uh, um, elevated events long term? Yeah, I do. Do you? I think so. I uh, I think it be I think it might be cool to do. Um, I was thinking about this today. I think it would be really cool to do a thirty six hole qualifier and have like some stipulations on who. So it's not just like Joe Schmoes showing up, but it's okay. like you want to play for twenty million dollars and you're a maybe it's limited to just Corn Ferry and PGA Tour members. Maybe you, like. I, I would go as far as say like, hey, we aren't ha- hosting Corn Ferry events opposite these. Mm-hmm. I know that could make some schedule gymnastics, but it would be really cool if then the the Q, the the Monday qualifier was like a legit thirty six hole tournament with like really good field. Yeah, I, I I think a big part of this like I think opens need to be open and they need to have opens on the PGA Tour, and I think like the world rankings issue with live as part of like, is there mobility? Can you qualify? Like I realize there's other ways to qualify for events on the PGA tour than Monday queues. Um, 
I think it's a unique aspect of the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour fields. And it's a way to maybe take, you know, take an elevator up as opposed to always having to take the stairs if you play well. Um, you know, I'm not suggesting Monday queues are going to win designated events. I just, that's just not going to happen. But there's a great story this week, Brett White, right? Who had the yeah. brain infection and, and didn't know if he'd walk, play golf. And now he's Monday qualified into a $20 million purse of that. So I think it's important to keep him. Even I think it would be events. cool if you did something like the open qualifying series too yeah. in the weeks leading oh, up. Cool. Like, like you give out like three spots a week um, in the intervening weeks between elevated events or you have like, you know, this gets you spot. Like fi- like what I would do, like we talked about this a little bit on on the course fit stuff, but like what if you profile the courses and, you know, like courses that are similar to other courses that are hosting elevated events, those events feed into like specific events, right? Yeah. So if they're like similar attributes, so like you're giving people the best shot to in those elevated events. It seems like there's a lot on the table that they're trying to figure out. There was an interesting quote in Joel Beal's article uh, last week, just like one player said, 2023 is basically just a bridge to get us to 2024. So yeah. Um, this is not what it's going to look like. And I mean, a qualifying series like that is kind of interesting in terms of how they build these designated fields. I don't know that they're going to do it, but it seems like there's various methods on the table for how they're going to end up doing this. And this week is not necessarily representative of what it will look like next year. All right. That does it for this Wednesday episode. Subscribe to Full Swing Thoughts on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Those will start popping up next tuesday in the middle of the night or wednesday whatever it is um the 15th uh thanks for your continued support patronize lumen patronize lumenskin.com fatcork.com uh we'll be back friday with a little sgs golf advice and, and some Ooh. check-in on phoenix lots of golf the golf advice inbox i'm gonna spend some time I've, i'm excited to dive into some of these if you if you're interested sgs golf advice at gmail.com if you got got something on your mind i we got a nice email uh, from a female listener, which always excites me. But she said, you know, after listening to this segment for a while, maybe it should be called SGS Golf Therapy. That's interesting. That could be the case. Maybe we'll <laughs> flip it at some point. Um, all right. We'll be doing that on Friday. Talk to you guys then.